Good morning, afternoon, or evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Little Light Devotions. Uh, take three now. We've been trying to do this for like a solid five minutes, but the computer is not wanting to work with me. But we're finally getting it going, and it's been a few days since the last episode, and I hope that everybody has had a very wonderful week since then. I know here at PCC, we're all kind of struggling. Yeah. Yeah, midterms yeah. coming around. It's going to be a good time, but don't worry, because we have the word of the Lord, and that is what we'll be discussing today. Ben. Ben, my good, dear friend, <laughs> Ben Cox. <clears throat> yes, and roommate. And roommate, yeah. yes. My roommate since freshman year, a yes. dear lad of mine. We're in each other's weddings. It's gonna. Yep. It's it's such a cute thing. It is. <laughs> it is. But Ben, you are you are truly one of my best friends, and I'm Same, very, man. very happy yeah. to have you on the show today. I'm very surprised we haven't done this earlier. I know. I know. I know. I've been waiting for it, but then again, we always seem to just be busy. So we are. At least yeah, you are studying like with Greek all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know, you were studying last semester, and I'm studying this one. So, yeah. It'd be like it that just sometimes. Like that. Yeah. It do. <laughs> Me too. But Ben, good old boy from Tennessee. Yes, sir. Yes, just uh, just talk to me. What are you feeling? Yeah. Uh, so I guess like I could just say like you know um, background, just like you know, born in Maryland. So we were born in the same state. Well, I but... wasn't born in Maryland. No, you're. I live in Maryland. That's right. Yeah. But so I was, was lived not... in the same state. I, I wasn't even born in the same country as you. That's a good point. Mm. Well, then never mind. Never mind. <laughs> but yes, but I do yeah. live in Maryland, when which you yes. were born. Right. Came from Maryland, moved down to Tennessee. Yeah, honestly, uh, just like as far as testimony goes, honestly, uh, Lord's just been working in my life kind of more recently, actually. Um, I'd always, like, told people just that I'd been saved, like, six years old, just um, just at, like, my family church back in Maryland. And, like, you know, I remembered it and everything, and, like, I, I just, I, I knew that that was when, but, like, it's just recently, I guess, that I've realized while I was going through classes here and like just learning more about salvation that I was just trusting so much in like the prayer that I had said in if my repentance was good enough, mm. if I turned from my sin enough, if I really wanted to be saved bad enough. And it was mm. it was just all dependent on what I had done. And I had to kind of just come to terms with like that it's just putting your faith in what Jesus can do through you, yeah. not what you could ever do mm. for yourself. So, yeah, so that's just, I, I really don't have, like, a specific date or anything mm. anymore. I just I know that I believe it, so yeah. that's all that I'm hoping in. For anybody who's kind of struggling with that similar idea of just, like, having to keep getting saved over and over yeah. and over again, or have, did I repent enough, did I, did, I, did I really mean it this time? It's a really, here's a really good book to check out. Uh, I believe the title is called um, Stop Asking Jesus Into Your Heart how to know for sure if you're saved i forgot who it's by but that book has a really great deconstruction of what i call easy believism where people just say oh you say this prayer and do this thing yeah. that it'll be fine but then you read the bible and it talks about faith 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 it doesn't talk about praying this prayer or doing this thing right. and so you have to reconcile those two things in your head being like well the church told me to do this but the bible's telling me to do this and so you feel like did i repent enough did i really do enough uh, when in reality it's just the inward belief that yeah. just happens, that just becomes a part of you, becomes of who you are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, so then, yeah, moved to Tennessee, um, lived there from 13 till like, I guess, 17 when I came down here. Um, came down here as an L ed major. I uh, just felt like uh, that was what the Lord had called me to for that time. 
that time I was really just hoping to get into the military, just hoping to honestly get into the Marines, came down here, started training for it and everything. And just uh, just came because I promised my parents that I would do one year of Christian college um, before I made a decision on a career. Mm. So when I came down here, I originally didn't think that I was going to stay. Um, I, I think that's a lot of people probably, yeah. but really didn't think that I was going to stay. Thought I was just going to get to move on and was really excited about it. But I guess it was was my second semester of freshman year. I'd gotten a lot just uh, closer with the Lord, and I I was just really satisfied with where I was. I I felt like he was leading me into the military, felt like everything was just going good like that. And I was just really, really, uh, I don't know, uh, much, much closer with the Lord than I had been a lot of times in the past. And uh, it was that time that I really started asking him if he didn't want me to go that he'd give me a sign not to go. And I think it was very, very soon after that that I, of course, met Christine and then had a really good reason to stay. So, yes. yeah, didn't uh, didn't end up doing that, came back, did my sophomore year of L-Ed, and then changed my major to pastoral that next summer. Went home, just heard a lot about Morris Gleiser, came to our church, gave a really big message on just finding God's will in your life. Mm. And I didn't think that anything besides LED was God's will for my life, but I just started asking him more seriously that he would make it clear if it wasn't. And uh, I remember just just one day at working for uh, my painting job, I remember just it seemed like God asked me if I asked you to go into ministry, would you? And I, I had to think about that, and eventually I came down on like, yeah, I, I would if he asked me to. So I started praying if that would be his will, and uh, he just seemed to make it really clear. Mm. Um, I knew when he uh, I, I knew when I, when he had told me to do it. So I uh, went home that night, told my parents that I felt like God was directing me. Mm. They were all for it. Changed my major that <laughs> next night, and then came down here and started. And, yeah, it's been really great. It's been great just to see, like, I don't know. It's been great just to see God's direction in my life, like all the way through, Uh, like that verse that he directs our steps. I love that verse because like I can see that a lot with my life, like him bringing me down here for L.Ed. And letting me learn my speech speaking skills because I wasn't really comfortable with speaking in front of people. So I would have done very bad in the pastoral aspect. My first couple semesters probably would have gotten discouraged with it. Um uh, and then doing the military thing, which is, uh, and then praying to get out of that or God's confirmation on that and meeting Christine. Um, and then, yeah, God leading me into pastoral. The main verse that I had over the summer when I felt like, when I was really just asking God if that's what he would have me to do, God really just showed me Exodus 3, uh, 11 and 14. And that was like, honestly, the verse that, I just kept looking back to because I was pretty nervous. I knew God was going to take care of it all, but I was pretty nervous about changing my major two years in. I didn't know how that would work out with things with Christine and all that, but uh, I love how it just it's talking with Moses, and it says, And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And then God and Moses talk back and forth in 12 and 13, and then in 14, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And it just made me realize that it doesn't matter at all who I was. 
or the skills that I did or didn't have, but that God could use me based on willingness rather than my personal abilities. Mm, that's right. Because it just, uh, there were a lot of times I'd see other guys like preach or just memorizing scripture or something, and they just seemed to have a lot of gifts that I really didn't heading into pastoral, pastoral and I was kind of really nervous about that. But this verse just helped me bring a lot of clarity into that and just realize that it's not about me and that God, if God chose me for this, and I 100% uh, percent think he did, that he was going to take care of my faults mm. and take care of my weaknesses. And so that was really encouraging for me this summer. And uh, God has been working ever since. And then the biggest thing recently that he's worked in my life with is just um, just learning to have more faith in what he can do. And not only what he can do, I guess... I've always known that God can do anything, but more that God honestly does things for his people. Mm. That, like, God really does want the best for you. Mm. And that if it's a good thing, he's not going to hold that back from you. Mm. And and that's something that I guess I I never really... I, I had known it, I had known people had said it, but I had never really felt like I had seen just a clear time in my life where God had just stepped out boldly and just gave me something that I really wanted. I know looking back now that there were, and I, I yeah. could have seen it all along, but I really just didn't realize how good God was mm. until um, just recently, uh, last semester, me and Christine, uh, just wondering if like we should get married. Um, and just God had given me, well, again, he provided for me, and but he gave me the campus internship. And uh, I felt like that was kind of a sign that, like, I'm going to be here over the summer. She was going to be here over the summer, that we should just go for it. Um, but I know there were things that also were in the way of that, some financial things, apartments just being too expensive, things like that. And uh, mm-hmm. it just wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember we just got together one night by the clock tower and we just prayed that if God was going to want us to get married, if it was his will that it was this summer, that we were going to lay out, uh, we, we were kind of just both taking like an example from Gideon, kind of just laying out the, the fleece and just honestly asking God for a specific miracle, honestly, um, if he wanted us to be married, because I knew he could do it if he wanted to. but. I remember I asked Christine that she would pick what we would look for because um, at that time, like, she was uh, just the one that had the most questions about it. And uh, she said that she wanted a place that was owned by a PCC couple or a campus church couple, a place that was less than $500 run a month, a place that um, was within 15 minutes of the college, and a place that was in a safe neighborhood. And she wanted all those things. And I remember thinking right there, well, I guess we're not getting married this summer then. <laughs> and I, I remember just like honestly being like, well, I know, I know that God is good and I know he could give us that, but that place doesn't probably exist. Mm-hmm. I was like, campus church people don't probably own that many places. Nobody rents for under $500. There aren't probably more than three safe neighborhoods in Pensacola and, um, and not one probably within 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so 
honestly, I just kind of like wrote that off. We prayed about it, but honestly, I really had no faith that God was going to open that door for us. Mm. Um, I, I just figured that was probably just, I don't know, too much. I, I kind of like put God in a box and I, I'm really like ashamed of that now because I, I realize how good he is and how much he really can do. But yeah, at that time I really had doubts about it. Um, but then like, yeah, two months ago we, uh, we found out about this place that was under that much rent owned by a couple that used to teach at PCC within like 10 minutes and it's in a super super nice neighborhood and like it was just amazing to see God's provision Mm. through that I mean I mean and like they picked 30 couples uh they stopped the they they stopped the interviewing process at 30 couples and then they narrowed it down to five and they gave us our interview first out of all of them and we got the apartment first. And, like, it was just amazing to see not only that God could provide the apartment, but then he let us be chosen first out of fifty uh, out of 30 other couples. And it, really? it's just amazing to see how God does provide mm. and how faithful he is, even when we aren't faithful back. Yeah. Or not faithful back, but when we aren't having the faith back mm. that he deserves. Because I know there were there were a lot of times through that process, I was just like, well, it's probably not going to work out, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. I, I really just didn't have the faith that God was going to work in that. But uh, yeah, He's just taught me recently never to doubt Him because He yeah. is much better than I ever deserved, and I can see Him it, now looking back with this, I can see His working just like all through my life, mm-hmm. just in every in every move just leading me to this and i i love where i am and god's been really good dude yeah. your your story it always like almost brings tears to my eyes it's <laughs> genuinely like a story of just triumphant faith you and christine both uh you and christine both have very good testimonies and i love just i love seeing you guys around you guys are just you're so in love <laughs> yeah. and you do a lot of good work and i'm very proud of you you do a lot of good things and uh, what you were talking about um, how just how great uh, how good how good and faithful God is it had me turn to Lamentations and uh, it's a really good book Uh, it talks there's a lot of um, there's a lot of sadness in it but in that sadness in that confusion that Jeremiah was feeling for Israel and how it's the same confusion and sadness we live for our life we we have in our lives and so Lamentations 3 uh, Twenty-two. It starts. Well, it starts off with it is the it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. His compassions do not fail; they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Yeah. And yeah. that's the, that's the thing. Like, remember in Genesis we were learning about today with uh, the Abrahamic covenant that it was only God that walked through the midst of the split animals, <laughs> right? Because God was the only one capable of keeping His promises. Right. Not even Abraham could do anything for it. And that God was going to hold himself accountable and fulfill the promises he had made. You know, he promises, he promised things to us in the New Testament, the church. He promised things to the church in the New Testament. Right. And there are a lot of things that, you know, we can call on him for. And I'm very thankful that we serve a God like that. Oh, yeah. And I'm very yeah. thankful that you were able to go through something like that. I know yeah. that. I know for a fact yeah. Taylor and I were praying for very similar things and God just didn't open that door. Yeah. I and did. so it makes me feel good knowing that. God has that plan 
for someone else because it makes me, even if I don't get to experience the same things, it makes me see the mercies that God has for other people showing that he's still around, he's still working, he's still active, he's still moving. And it's it's genuinely a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, and I mean, it's just, it is hard. Like, I know, like, we have had things that, like, we've asked for and just they haven't really come around. And, you know, that's that's hard because, you know, it's from our perspective we don't see how that couldn't be like a good thing yeah. you know and it's it's hard to see like how when god closes a door we can't see what he's saving us from mm. or what he's stopping us from doing mm-hmm. you know but i it's you know it's really hard to see that because yeah i know there have been things before like that i i was kind of like well i don't see how that could possibly be a bad thing like you know and mm-hmm. I know God was saving me from probably something that would have honestly hurt me in my spiritual walk right. or in my just in anything uh, you know and that's that's where faith comes in just as much as when he does provide mm-hmm. you know or that he will provide uh, that he's still going to provide even when it's not in the way that we expect yeah you know and uh, yeah with the, with that passage you were reading it reminded me of uh we were in Romans the other day, and it was talking about how, like, God committed the word, uh, the law, to the Jews. Mm. And, like, uh, he gave that to them. And, like, that he prom- made them promises that he kept, even though they were unfaithful to him. It mm-hmm. says uh, uh, in Romans 3.3, 3, For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? God forbid. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, Thou mightiest be justified in thy sayings, and mightiest overcome when thou art judged. And, like, it just reminded me that, like, even through my disbelief and through my unbelief, Mm -hmm. God can still prove himself faithful to the promises that he's made. And uh, I don't know. That's something that I still work on every single day. And it's something that I am definitely trying to improve on but mm. it's been great to see just God work recently and just all through all through my life honestly amen yeah well Ben I uh, I appreciate the time you took I know you had oh, to travel yeah. far yeah. to go do the interview <laughs> all the way to the desk all the way to the desk <laughs> but I, I Ben I appreciate you I oh, love yeah. you you're a good friend of mine and, and I'm Andrew. very thankful for the man you are you blessed me in a lot of ways and I know that you're our good times and your wisdom that you've given me over the years has been very, very beneficial. I'm going Same. to miss you when you get married and leave I know, me man. I and abandon me. I know. You know, when I saw Christina at choir today, I was just like, hey, uh, hey, friend stealer or something. I don't forget what I had said, but I just threw shade at her. Because <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought about it. I, I literally think about it all the time. I'm like, I can't wait to come back next semester. I'm like, dang it. Dang it. I'm not. <laughs> That, that literally makes me sad. But you can come over to our apartment, hang out and stuff. It'll but you fun. know what? I do the same thing like all the time. I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, I'll just root with Sam and Brody. They're <laughs> graduating. <laughs> I know, man. I know. We're all uh, growing up. I know. I know. I'm getting old. It's the worst. I'm getting old. I heard Dr. Amsbaugh today. He said, uh, what was it? He said, college is the four best years of your life that you will never want to live over again. <laughs> that was like the most perfect college statement I've ever heard. That Genuinely. Was... College is much better than high school. Anybody that says it is capping. That's 100%. true. That's true. And it's my favorite time, but I will never want to go back. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I am perfectly content with a one-and-done type deal. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> right. But while it All lasted. good things must have an end. <laughs> Amen. I am very glad. All right. Well, yeah. Ben, thank you so much hey, thank for you coming too, on. Andrew. All right. Thank you guys so much yes, for joining us today. Play the outro. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning into Little Light Devotions. If you'd like to find me on social media or would like to know where all the podcast information is, go to linkapp.com slash AC underscore LL. That's L-I-N-Q-A-P-P dot com slash AC underscore LL. And that'll lead you to all of my social media, contact information, and podcast outlets. Thank you all so much for tuning in. God bless you. I love you. See you next time.